This week on the podcast, we're joined by Indy Falco64, who's going to tell us all about the Callisto Protocol. He and Mendachi get into the weeds on Darktide and stick around until the end of the show because we have some deals that you can take advantage of this week. All of that and more in this week's episode of the podcast. Roll the intro. Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, a podcast for gamers on a budget. I am your host, Danny K, with me. Most of the time, my I got I'm so used to my usual flow, but I am joined by the spooky and the ukulele, the Mendachi. Mendachi, how are you doing? Not too shabby, man. Uh, I got to run a uh, horror one shot over the weekend. I've been writing a whole bunch of sci-fi horror, and of course, just playing the most wonderful grim, dark fantasy games that I can get my hands on. Hell yeah, hell yeah, Mendachi. We're also joined by the ever so effervescent and handsome Indy Falco 64 filling in for Mr. Green Elite this week because Mr. Green Elite is on vacation. Indy, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Uh, I'm halfway through dinner right now, but <laughs> so if you see me like sneaking a little snack, don't worry about it. But uh, I've been playing uh, Pokemon, been playing Callisto Protocol, playing Warhammer, Back for Blood updates came out too, been catching free games. Uh, on epic and like checking through my humble bundle it's been busy yeah yeah i think you've also been playing maybe a little bit of D. &D. um maybe, maybe, maybe a, little. a little bit just a teeny <laughs> tiny bit of this really <laughs> awesome campaign that i need more of inject it <laughs> is that is that campaign anywhere that people could find i i i don't know <laughs> uh, it might be it might be on the next to nothing uh network or something like that on youtube yeah yeah that's that I... <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right yeah yeah hmm. if you just like do like a search for like vr kana or like vr kana mm. handsome monk does all the cool shit you should probably <laughs> be able to find it I think it's I think it's handsome monk and robot boy his sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> handsome monk and robot boy sounds like a really bad like mid two thousands cartoon <laughs> network TV show. I love That's it. That's my so goal, much. man. <laughs> the campaign but, goals. Yeah, so we are joined by the Indie Falco sixty four. Check him out when we do vrkana you can check out all the previous episodes of vrkana up on youtube right now and they're coming to the podcast platform i'm just a lazy ass okay give me a break i'm busy um, <laughs> so that'll make its way to the podcast platforms um in the near future but uh thanks for watching and listening to the show be sure to stick around until the end of the show like i said to hear about some awesome deals that we found for you this week of course if you miss any part of the show you can find us on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, google podcasts and everywhere podcasts are found and of course you can join us live on twitch most tuesdays <laughs> this week we are doing Mostly. the show yeah this week we are doing a show the show on a, on wednesday uh because indy needed to uh treat his partner out to a good night and uh yeah so we moved it to wednesday but we are usually live every tuesday at 7 p.m central time uh and you can join us then i don't think we have any uh real housekeeping to keep up with so do we just want to get right into the callisto protocol oh yeah boy, do we? oh yeah <laughs> hell no <laughs> <laughs> what a do fucking we, ride do we need to like start rubbing our temples right now like pinch the bridge of our nose yeah. probably it's rubbing your eye more than anything yeah i mean it might help yeah <laughs> so yeah indy you're the one who's who's had the most hands-on i think you're saying like before we started that you've actually beat the game yeah i actually beat it about a hour and a half ago i, I decided to um <laughs> muscle through it and die a few more times than a and a very specific boss it was great yeah so like let's just start out with what like what is the callisto protocol like how would you describe this game the callisto protocol so i mean if you've played dead space or seen dead space it is a very similar concept uh there is a just well man i'm afraid to talk about the story but essentially there is a uh prison on the moon you end up crashing uh and which is not really a spoiler it's, you're gonna crash somewhere you're in space something bad's gonna happen you're gonna fucking crash somewhere and you're gonna have to deal with the aftermath <laughs> that's how most of them go uh and then you uh run into all uh 
ugly nasties in there and you're trying to survive and figure out what's going on down here why there's blood all over the walls why there's vents torn apart stompy stomps in the distance and people being weird robots being weird and <laughs> very terrifying actually so the scariest things in this game are the robots by far to me um but yeah it sets it in a very dark um kind of despair of just pure you're alone good luck uh just like dead space man it gives you gives you the creepy vibes and i i love it it's pretty great yeah i think that kind of sums it up yeah yeah as like the as the regular hook i think you kind of got it it's like stranded on a moon with uh like terrible monsters that are like undead and also like robots like you have like both i think the hook there is is just about right um and it's a third person shooter, right? It is third person. And it's actually, um, it's a little bit more of a close up, like uh, over the shoulder third person shooter, kind of similar to like uh, Resident Evil 2, the remake. Um, and it's nice. I actually like it a lot. I like being that close because it any further away and it kind of, uh, it's like the further the camera goes back, the less immersive it is. And that really sucks. But they, I think they got a good distance on it and it feels good. Yeah. So, Okay, so you, you kind of said something there that had me very curious because I've seen a lot of people tweet about this game. In terms of like the gameplay itself and very specifically the combat, how does that feel to you? Do you like do you like the combat? Do you enjoy like getting into combat in this game or um uh, so the combat's actually pretty dope. Like the whole mm -hmm. aesthetic of everything, it's it's gorgeous. It's all pretty well put together. Um there are some minuscule inconsistencies that I was like what is this garbage? But nothing like super annoying or game breaking, at least for me. Um, but as far as the combat goes, it's nice and gory. It's squishy, crunchy, just 100% of the way through, no matter what you're doing. Squishy, crunchy, crunchy all the way. Uh, it's great. It kind of, what the way the camera's so close, and then you kind of have a little bit of camera shake with like melee hits and being hit and stuff like that. It really makes you feel the oomph, like as you're swinging and like you're really digging into these dudes or they're digging into you and ripping your head off, whatever happens first, I guess. Um, the melee range is a little bit short. He swings the sword just with, very awkwardly with two hands. Um, so you got to be really close. There's no like, uh, there's no lunge or anything, but if you're close enough, like in range, it'll kind of lock on for you, which is actually pretty smooth. Uh, and one trick you can do very similar to Dead Space is just pop him in the knee That'll like make them stumble for a bit. You can get close enough to do that sweet, sweet melee, preserve all your ammo um, and keep on going. One nice thing they did, and they very much, I can tell they encouraged it by just shooting an opponent over and over. Doesn't really do a ton of damage, but if you mix up the shooting and melee, uh, which they have it very obviously set together for you to do, um, it actually kills things really, really quickly that way. It's a really nice combo. It feels good. Doesn't really make a whole lot of sense how fast he's switching to a gun, but it is impressive, I guess. Uh, but essentially, they give you like a almost like a quick time event where you just like right click, pull out your gun, boop, and do a quick shot, and then you can do more melee because again, it will stumble him. You can kind of continue the cycle. Uh, that's rinse repeat on a lot of enemies, but once you start fighting more than one at a time, it can get a little weird and a little bullshitty. So, uh, but otherwise, it feels pretty good. It feels pretty pretty smooth. I like it a lot. Mm. I heard there was a like a decent dodge mechanic and that you could actually like cancel your combo to like aim and then go right back into doing melee. So you could kind of do some like goofy fighting game bullshit to get your way through uh, <laughs> through a lot of combats. You can absolutely take advantage of the animation because the, the draw speed is just like, bah! it's just like there. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's a little it's a little too arcadey, I feel, for the game. But um, I mean, it works. It's not terrible. It's not overwhelming. And the dodge is is actually really simple in the game. As long as you are not aiming down sight uh, with your, your range weapon out, if you're holding left or right, your straight buttons A and B for PC players, uh, you'll just automatically dodge. Uh, just don't dodge the same direction too many times because they'll start to predict, and then they'll, they'll jab you or stab you, grab you, whatever. Uh, there's also a blocking mechanic, which is freaking great because you can block and then sweep their leg uh, and then beat the crap out of them. It's pretty awesome. There were... There, there is this one weird part of the whole melee mechanics that drove me nuts most of the way through. And that's when, uh, typically after you sweep the leg, you'd think them falling or it'd be a guaranteed fall, but sometimes it's not. 
And if they're mid-animation, there seems to be like a weird inconsistency whether it'll affect the mid-animation or won't. So it's like they have super armor sometimes on light attacks, and then sometimes they don't when you're colliding at like the same time. So it's like a weird dice roll on what's going to happen and whether you get staggered or you just go through with the whole attack and still take damage. Like it's a little wonky in that aspect, but like if you pace it out, which is what I think they meant to do, so you learn enemies and they're like their combos essentially and then win to attack, uh, it works fine. It's great. But um, yeah, that one's a little weird. That's the only thing that bothered me for the combat. With with those combos and like the the I guess like loop that you do, did you mm -hmm. ever feel like it got I don't know a little too like samey, a little too like bread and butter? Yeah, no, it was totally bread and butter. Um, they had like a few different uh, I guess death animations for each type of creature. Like some of them, you just bash them in the head until their head just <laughs> splits in two. Which <laughs> you're bashing it with not a sharp weapon. It's a a stun baton upgraded essentially so it's a very messy crunchy uh split and then there's other times we like cut their arm off and him in the side uh just basically beat the crap out of them um it's very cinematic in the way they do it too so they fuse it together nicely it's really pretty but it is it is kind of bread and butter until you get to a couple different other types of enemies then it is very you don't want to be there anymore <laughs> kind of stuff right now is it kind of like that whole like it's bread and butter uh feeling is that more a design of the fact that it's a horror game and not really meant to be a combat focused game it's more about like the story and scares do you think or like i think like does I that think it's probably more about the stories and scares yeah like they put mechanics in there and then there's dodging and combos and stuff and i i don't think they wanted to put like enough mechanics to be like crazy like back for blood or like a roguelike game or anything yeah. um and they wanted you to really to like feel that up close and personal with each which each enemy and then the um cinematic effects and kills and stuff like that which by the way there's a lot of death animations for the main character it's pretty great my, <laughs> i think my favorite i think my favorite one is when the big boy with the two heads which is one of the bosses that you encounter several times through the game uh will step on each of your arms crushing them one at a time while you're just laying there just screaming like, a, like oh, i'm gonna die <laughs> and then he'll step on your head uh as the last one uh which i also ran into that animation a lot <laughs> there was one in particular it was i don't know dude you mess up once in those d's and that's it like just you're dead yeah so yeah it's very punishing on on certain places yeah um so i have a question because you were playing on pc right yeah yeah uh how was performance on your machine? Because that was another thing. So I'm thing. running. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I said that was something I saw a lot of people talk about with this game on PC was that the performance was kind of bad, that it would chug a lot, a lot of frame rates. Um, <laughs> yeah, extras. it was pretty bad. <laughs> so, yeah, what so, was your experience? Oh, man, that's going to be hard to describe. Now, this being said, it's a beautiful environment. Everything is almost everything is very well constructed and it just feels immersive in the way that they designed all the bases, the whole moon, the ship, everything is fucking gorgeous. Um, but <laughs> uh, I have a 1080 Ti and at first it definitely ran like trash. Uh, I was probably getting maybe 40-ish, 45 frames at the most and there were several scenes where it was either loading a cutscene or it was just loading something in the distance uh and it was uh it was jerking around real hard it was real bad once i got all the assets loaded it was better but it was just it was really really bad so i went on steam looked up a bunch of stuff there's a few things you can do in general uh, between turning motion blur off um and i think there was like a config file you could add something so that it didn't like cache the shaders like live as you were moving it would just cache them in advance or something like that and that made i think that's what made the biggest difference <laughs> And after I did that, I pretty much had 60 frames most of the time. Sometimes it would dip to like 40 or 30 if there was like seriously a lot of stuff uh, off in the distance. But for the most part, after that, it was smooth as butter for me on a 1080 Ti. Uh, for everyone else from what I saw on the 20 series and 30 series, it was real bad no matter what they did. And I think, I don't know if it was like a, like a ray tracing issue. I don't know if it was just more caching shaders issues. I, I don't know where the issue lied. 
but it was um like maybe 30 frames tops for them and most of the time like average of like 15 at best uh wow it was it was yeah it was real bad from what i was reading and seeing and i was like oh no this poor poor game <laughs> it was really awful but on a, on the 10 series it was actually pretty freaking smooth um it's, after those, those three fixes yeah it, it kind of sounds like it might have been like an optimization issue or something like that like you said For like sure. ray tracing which yeah. you know like i i feel like um a lot of the games have been coming out lately during this generation have been having those kinds of issues as they kind of like try to play with those and like make everything look so crazy and like the particle yeah. effects and i know that that's definitely mm -hmm. a problem here like we just saw them anytime that there was like um strobe light effect from lights or uh the fire bouncing off of stuff um the video that we have on screen like you're watching the latency drop like it's mm -hmm. it's not it's not good yeah um now that was on pc from what i heard about ps5 is it actually handled it pretty well i didn't really see a whole mm -hmm. lot of complaints about that so maybe they were kind of on board with like how my 10 series handled it yeah uh mm. which if that's the case that's i mean that's not bad at all um but yeah, that's that's performance wise. There was uh, there was also one thing that really bothered me, and I can't tell if it's the game and just how they designed it, and maybe it's like a weathering effect. I don't know. It's driving me nuts. But a lot of the texturing on the walls and stuff tend to be. It came off as kind of blurry to me, hmm. like for the weathering effects with like paint and stuff like that, and it just looked weird. And like I would look at a chest I opened, and I'm like, why is this chest so soft and almost blurry like? But then I would look like at some mechanics and assets like like a 3d table and some weird surgical tools and like robot arms and shit and it looks like sharp as f as f uh <laughs> and i i, <laughs> I tried my best i tried my best <laughs> you, you can but swear you super... know that right <laughs> all right well well you done diddly goofed <laughs> i'm i'm a co-host here of course you can swear <laughs> awesome uh, uh but yeah it's it's i don't know it wasn't everywhere it was just very um it kind of reminds me of like when i played resident evil 2 for the first time mm -hmm. when the remake came out and uh i had v-sync and FreeSync on like a dumb by accident and it like muddled a lot of the textures and then after i turned one of the two off it looked sharp as fuck it looked gorgeous uh so it kind of reminded me of that and i just i don't know it was weird but yeah. everything else uh it was pretty good pretty good in the 10 series i got lucky so I'm going to ask you a performance question, but I'm going to ask you about the the vocal performances of of the cast because it has at least one heavy hitter. I got to double check the uh the credits here, but I mean it has Karen Fukuhara who is yeah. Yeah. Probably one of the uh biggest up and coming actors in Hollywood, uh very well known for her performance as Kimiko or uh the female of the species in the boys uh TV series. Um I think she's had a couple other roles recently too. So like how how was like the vocal performance? How was like the voice acting and stuff in this game? The voice acting was fantastic. I loved it. I love the characters. I think they're dope. They all had their place. Some of them are assholes and some of them are just like, what am I doing here? <laughs> uh but it was good. There was only, I think, <clears throat> one line where, like, the subtitle didn't match up. Uh, but as far as the voice quality, it was great. I, I had zero complaints about it. Awesome. Um, I have, like, one more question, but it's more of a good, like, ending question. So I'm going to, like, hmm. Mendachi, do you have anything that you wanted to, to mention or bring up or ask? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm noticing a little bit myself, Indy, I don't know how much you remember from like the Dead Space games and everything like that. But uh, I've noticed a lot of assets as well as like a couple of the ways that the uh, monsters are actually like showing up uh, combat wise and just kind of some of the spooks and scares it. Obviously, it's by it's by striking distance, which is mm -hmm. primarily the people that worked over at Visceral Games that worked on Dead Space. They're headed by Glenn Schofield, um, who is, I believe, the correct title would be creative director and producer, executive producer of Dead Space One and Two. Um, it looks like they're really rehashing a lot of Dead Space <laughs> One and Two here. I can't quite tell if it's really like a good thing um it i just kind of feel like it's it's kind of like uh we have dead space at home kind of feel uh <laughs> w 
now kind of trying to retread here so I don't bury the lead. Um, from your memories of playing the Dead Space games, do you feel like this rehashes a lot of what they already succeeded at doing in Dead Space? And if so, do you feel like they, you know, caught lightning in a bottle twice? <clears throat> so, I mean, this is a very, very similar formula. Um, it's it's hard to say it doesn't rehash it, you know what I mean? But at the same yeah. time, it's like they took it, but they just made a few important but subtle differences throughout the game. Like, instead of having to pop off all the creature's limbs to kill it, uh, they actually want you to go through, like, a weird melee-ranged hybrid of combat to, like, kind of get your heart pumping, which is cool. Uh, and it's more, like, in there, and there's, like, close-ups and stuff like that. So, like, I feel like that's better, because um, staying far away is not the best option all the time. Um, so that's kind of cool. But then with the environment and stuff and how it kind of, uh, and of course it's railroad. I mean, it's got a story. Um, you only get, but so many areas where you can just branch off and go explore this and that, and maybe find like a, a voice mod or something like that. Um, a voice log, sorry. Um, I mean, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of on that, that edge, or maybe it's just kind of stepping its toe in the water of that, that rehash for sure. Okay. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's good for the future of the game because I believe there is, it seems like there's room after playing uh, for a sequel, which I would definitely, definitely play after this. Hopefully it'll be off to a much better start uh, and optimized a lot better. Um, hopefully they've learned uh, or maybe they'll never mm -hmm. make anything. Who knows? <laughs> but, yeah, uh, time will tell. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's it definitely has dead space mechanics in it for sure especially the the third person over the shoulder stuff which i mean i'm not gonna lie i love it the so. stomp, like some of the swings that uh that your main character is doing the stomp obviously mm -hmm. is a yep. big one uh enemies running away from you to sneak away into a vent to sneak up on you later uh, i even saw like mm -hmm. yep. one of the uh item wall mounted wall mounted chess like that it opens up differently but it's basically the same wall mounted chest from all three dead space games. So like, that's kind of one of those things where it's like, I think this is a little too cheeky to be a reference. I feel yeah. like this is you guys showing like, listen, I know how to do one thing really well. I think so too. Yeah. Which again, I'm not mad about, <laughs> but at the same time, hopefully they'll, they'll be a little more advanced and do some new stuff. Uh, if they make another sequel or DLC or whatever. Right on. So, yeah, I guess my my final question is. Uh, like overall, I'm, I'm going to actually ask you here. Overall, is this game worth purchasing? And I have kind of some more specs and information there after <laughs> you answer that. And then uh, who is this game ultimately for? Like, is this people who crave like is this for people who crave a new dead space game or is this for a totally different crowd um oh that is a great question i feel like i feel like it's for any space horror nerd that wants space horror i, I think that's just all it is and i mean if you want dead space this is it kind of really captures the spirit very well because it's obviously part of the team has uh remade a few things in a newer newer fashion on it um whether it's worth it to buy it right now or not i'd have to say probably wait until it goes on sale and also wait because of the performance issues that needs to be like 100 percent solved because that is just it sucks dude and that's that's just that's just really bad but I mean, I love it, like I said, and I, I love space horror. Anything in, on a derelict ship in space, I'm in, dude. Throw me in the car. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, I'm a sucker for this stuff. I, I kept my ears perched and my eyes wide open for a lot of problems with it. And I've, you know, I've seen some stuff, uh, but it's not horrible. But I feel bad for the 2080 and 3080 or 20 and 30 series users. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I feel real bad for them. Yeah. So if you are interested in the Callisto Protocol, you can get it on PlayStation 5 and 4, Xbox One, X, and S, Windows uh, uh, 10 and 11. 
The uh, minimum system requirements is a 64-bit operating system, Windows 10 or 11, uh, Intel Core i5-8400, or an AMD Ryzen 5-2600, NVIDIA GeForce GTX 1060, or an AMD Radeon RX 580, and 75 gigs of available hard drive space. Anything else on, on the Callisto protocol? I don't think so, no. I, guess. I think that... Uh... Oh, yeah. What were you going to say, Andy? I was going to say, I guess if I had to actually give it a rating, I'd probably give it like, if we ignore the performance issues and it was actually smooth, I'd probably give it like a 7.5 out of 10. But obviously okay. with the performance issues, that's like, it's like a 2 because that affected so many people <laughs> so horribly. So yeah. that's it. I just have two notes. Uh, we have Dead Space at home. And uh, man, sure can't wait for the Dead Space remake. <laughs> 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 true dad dude looking forward to it can't wait to have more dead space at home oh yeah <laughs> yum dead space mm. yum, looking yum, good yum. so far though dead space looking good <laughs> so do you guys want to get into the next game which is dark tide yeah yeah absolutely mendachi take it away this is this is all you baby boo it really for, is for sure <laughs> yeah uh, i actually got to play with indie quite a bit and uh mostly i've played with uh my homie from podcast for two people uh mr brent cyber brent to all you internet folks so warhammer 40k dark tide was released on november 30th and i've been playing since november 17th because i was part of the pre-order beta during that phase, hiccups, gaffes, goofs stopped people from enjoying the entire, like an entire game without server disconnects or hard crashes to the desktop. Sadly, a lot of those persist in the initial release updates. There's plenty of good, but I'm going to tell you a lot of bad things too. First, though, I'd like to give everyone a brief overview of what Dark Tide is. If you've missed the bus, Warhammer 40k is a grim and oppressive hyper-futuristic setting. You know, it's a 41st century, isn't it's 40k? With massive armor, chainsaw swords, and basically an eternal war, all for the glory of uh, the god emperor of mankind. There's tons of lore, so go to YouTube. If this review piques your interest, just go, go to town and lose an entire weekend to Warhammer 40k lore vids. Dark Tide takes place in that grim, dark, far-flung future on a planet ravaged by chemical warfare, chaos soldiers, demons, so on and so forth. The city of Tertium on the planet Atoma Prime is your primary setting. The player characters are prisoners on a giant prison ship called the Morningstar. You pick one of four classes and create your character from their backstory, like literally your origins, uh, like your home world and stuff. Um, and then you go all the way through all that, do your appearance, like your physical appearance, and then you have at it in a horde shooter with a lot of hacking and slashing and dodging. If you played Vermintide 1 or 2, it's that, but with more enemies, more specials, and more shooting. If you played Left for Dead or Back for Blood, it's that, but better and with more of everything. Yeah. So now onto the game proper. Hang tight, because it's going to get a little messy. Like a good stew, I'll be telling you the ingredients of the game, both good and bad, as we go. Starting with some good, the gameplay loop is satisfying and constantly changing due to environmental changes, secondary objectives, and varying difficulties available. However, several levels have a very samey aesthetic, and without a name and a picture of said map to go with the mission, you might forget which map is which. Uh, they're all really, really defined in the events that you have to do in these uh, maps. Like um, the consignment yard has you do a massive, super fun last stand on top of a really long train car oh, uh, God. getting sniped at. Uh, which will almost one-shot you uh, while tons and tons of, uh, like, possessed are just climbing all over the train trying to destroy you. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's great. And then you've got some where you're trying to ventilate a forge so that you can speak to the machine spirits and start making new armor and weapons so you can fight back against the chaos. There's a lot of really cool shit that you do in this game. 
So you pick which mission you want to do, what difficulty you want to, want to do it on, or if you want to do a secondary objective. Assignments, however, are on a timed rotation. So if I wanted to play that consignment yard, but I want to play it on difficulty three, that might not be available. It might only be available as difficulty one or difficulty five. And uh, you pretty much are just stuck with what missions are there until that timer kind of rotates into the next mission. They're not all, all the missions are on separate timers. So there's always something typically about to go off and something new about to come in. Um, but with the secondary objectives, you also don't get to choose that. So if you need to pick up secondary objectives for more money or a weekly task, which I'll talk about later, you don't really get your pick of the litter. It's whatever is available to you. So this mechanic is a far cry from the structured and sequential story missions of Fat Shark's previous title, Vermintide 2. There are a few goofy things with balancing with the difficulty, secondary objectives, environmental hazards. It would take way too long to get into it. So I'll summarize with this. Too much salt needs some balance. On to the next ingredient. I mentioned character building earlier. The character customization is pretty neat. While there are only four classes to choose from, your ability to select a homeworld, why you were arrested, your values, or perhaps your calling to the stars, and which voice actor, you get to choose from three of those, is really fun. You know, you, you, mush, you mush all of that in with your physical appearance and you feel like you kind of have a fairly unique character. These choices change your character's voice lines in the game and how they respond to other players' voice lines. The banter, the line reads, and overall voice performance is sincerely top tier, and they were able to get a lot of the voice actors from the previous games in to do voice work. So if you're a big fan of, like, say, Sienna Fuego Nasus from Vermintide and Vermintide 2, you can have her voice one of your rejects if you'd like. Your entire physical appearance, by the way, can be changed in-game at the prison, sh prison shop's uh, flesh crafter at any time. So if you're like, oh, I don't like this hairstyle or I want a different face tattoo, that's easily done. The only negative I have here is that I want more specific character builds. Each class can do almost everything well. So I'd like to get into that. We have the Ogren, Psyker, Veteran, and Zealot for classes. The Ogren can be an exceptional tank with a mace and shield or go full DPS with a giant gun. And when they get bored, they can just bull rush the horde and send all the enemies flying in every direction. The Psyker can go AOE with force staves or stick with several guns and blades. They can also focus on single targets with their brain bursting power that replaces their ability to throw grenades. They also have like a get the hell away from me uh, kind of special as well that will ventilate your uh peril as they call it from you know using your brain bursting attack all the time because you know you're probably going to want to do that and if you use it too much you explode and you might kill your friends the veteran can excel at spray and pray keeping your enemies running from cover to cover or excel at single target damage a la damage and accuracy boosting for a few potent shots which is excellent for taking out specials and bosses alike the Zealot can be a damage sponge and melee fanatic with a giant chainsaw battle axe or a two-handed chainsaw sword uh, and a myriad of other weapons. They get buffed as they take damage and can quickly regain their toughness meter, which is a barrier for your overall HP. They can also bull rush a crowd like the Ogren or focus crit damage on single targets. So while you can't entirely cover all bases with each character, there's still much overlap. With some party makeups, it kind of feels like everyone is playing the same class. It'd be nice to see some diversity here. There are skill trees, but some of the skills seem to have little to no use, and others only seem to be useful once you've reached a max level of 30 and can find the synergy between them. The significant issues that have been arising with Dark Tides stem from two things, optimization and marketing practices. Plenty of players are still disconnecting, However, some players have yet to encounter this issue, and some just, you know, here and there. It's a pretty big, uh, I guess, like, 
paradigm or prism of prism of bullshittery you might be able to enjoy it you might get kicked out of every game who knows grab some candy out of the bag so there's significant gaps of people also suffering from latency issues hi yes it's me i'm your friendly neighborhood i'm dying in the middle of this horde and i can't see anything because i'm playing at one or two fps please help uh and general bugs i have been experiencing error 4008 which dis uh, disconnects me from my game session puts me through a two minute loading screen and then asks if i'd like to join my previous session and when i sit and contemplate that and then i hit yes i get to wait an additional two to three minutes and i'm back in albeit with less ammo and health for some reason and sometimes some of the secondary items like a med kit an ammo crate or perhaps a grimoire or tome which you collect for secondary objectives might be missing from my inventory um with pretty much no explanation as to why that happens another frustrating bug was that i didn't see what i received for exp ordo the in-game currency for weapons and things materials and so on after i completed a mission on one occasion i received no exp but received everything else the game can crash at unexpected times like when you're swapping between windows or alt tabbing or looking at a different equipment screen cycling through a merchant's goods or when a player pops off with a specific weapon that the game doesn't like rendering um i haven't had it happen lately but there were a couple different psyker force stabs that i just couldn't use because as soon as i pulled the trigger my game would just eat itself now for the marketing practices they are borderline scummy my friends the aesthetics that you can get are very expensive they're only available for short periods and offer no time frame in which they'll return so it influences a person's anxiety uh, about not getting the thing that's fomo skins are anywhere between five and twenty dollars american depending on what you're looking at you have to buy Aquilas, which is a premium currency, and it's in bundles. So you have a $5 bundle, a $10 bundle, and I think a 20, and there might be a 15, but yeah. And then of course, you know, it goes all the way up to a hundred. If you want to be a whale, they would love that. Mm -hmm. um, the more expensive skins require you to spend around 20 bucks and will leave you with just enough Aquilas to not be able to buy anything else. Costumes are also class specific. So if you want the premium Psyker and Ogren skins that are currently available, you're going to have to get ready to shell out some real bucks for some space bucks. There are a couple other annoying bits to Darktide from the nearly impossible penances, which are kind of like personal or character achievements that players have to do in order to get some class specific <laughs> aesthetics that seem like they had a different game in mind when they actually came up with the challenges. Then there's the weekly quest board. This quest board has tasks that range from easy, that'll take up to say like eight or so games to complete, to absolute insane, dumb bullshit that you will spend ordo to re-roll and get a new task and just hope that it's not as insane as the thing that you tried to uh, not even fathom doing. That's one also, thing I don't like about it. Yes. And the other thing is, too, is that sometimes the game doesn't track your progress correctly on these tasks. <laughs> so if it says kill 1000 dreg, dredge or whatever the fuck dregs, sorry. Mm -hmm. And and you kill, say, 350 your first mission, and then you go back and you see that it has zero. It's not going to come back later. It's going to sit at zero so sometimes it counts and sometimes it just doesn't so these things may take longer than you think they would several mechanics are also yet to be released like <laughs> crafting weapons changing some of your weapons properties and traits like their previous titles that you can just do from your menu without your game crashing very quickly and nice and clean however Players can see plans to do so on one of the merchant's screens. Should they go and talk to them, wait about 30 seconds, have the window pop up, and their game doesn't crash, 
you can see that that option is there and it says coming soon you know so get hyped to make numbers go even bigger so overall the game is enjoyable especially when you have an entire party of friends who can strategically communicate and tackle the levels it has many stability issues and needs to rethink its marketing practices and some of its secondary mechanics still if vermintide 2 is an indicator we will see good future outcomes i'd recommend this game only if you're patient and understanding or a massive fan of the 40k aesthetic and universe it is an intense and beautiful game when it's working as intended there are plans to bring dark tide to consoles but only current gen systems so if you only have an xbox one or a ps4 you are going to need to either upgrade or continue dreaming about what it's like to chainsaw your way through an entire horde of chaos-possessed denizens of Tertium. That being said, right now, it's only available on Steam. The Standard Edition retails for $39.99, and an Imperial Edition for about $25 more comes with some really great bonus costumes and some character frames and some aquilas for some premium costumes so you can save yourself from FOMO once. Yay. All right. <laughs> now, I guess minimum <laughs> specs, you're going to need a 64-bit operating system. So Windows 10 64-bit, Windows 11 64-bit, whatever. Uh, I believe if there is an iOS didn't for some reason copy it down. I don't know. Go look. Sorry for your processor. You're gonna need or Mac OS. Mac OS. Yeah, you know. Uh, processor. You're gonna need an Intel i5 6600 uh, or an AMD Ryzen 2400G for memory. You're gonna need eight gigs. Honestly, if you're running at only eight gigs, you're gonna have a terrible time with this. Consider getting more. Um, and for graphics cards, you're going to need a NVIDIA GeForce GTX 970 or AMD Radeon RX 570 There's and then DirectX 12. Obviously, you're going to need internet because the game is constantly updating, you know, via the internet and it's a multiplayer game, so no offline play. There's no single player story right now. Don't know if there will be in the future, so you need the internet you need 50 gigs for this game for storage and lastly if you do grab it i commend you and uh let me know i would love to play some games with you i'm sure indy would and i'm sure Absolutely. our friend brent would um like i said it is beautiful but it is absolutely without a doubt a fucking mess right now uh but i'm having a great time beautiful mess any any other thoughts uh things that we want to express on on dark tide indy anything that you want to get out there um man if you're if you're a fan of that that style like uh back for blood left for dead and uh vermin tide 2 that that classic fps slashing through hordes kind of stuff with special units and whatever and like really beautiful maps like yeah it's fun to play uh i will say i really hate I, oh my God, it's one of the reasons I stopped playing a lot of other games, that weekly mission stuff. Because yep. I don't like the pressure that it puts on you. And then with the ridiculous missions, I don't like that either. Because then it's like, oh God, I have to play every day this week. Or I'm not going to get this done. And yep. it sucks because it's like a different currency and it's like special stuff you can get. Nothing too crazy, but it's like special or whatever. The uh, rarest, way, rarest here like of guns and weapons you're going to need that currency to get to, or you're going to have to spend a lot of raw materials to upgrade the weapons and stuff that you currently have. Yeah, and like some of those missions, some of those missions, man, they're like, go get 20 tomes. And you're like, well, I can only carry three every mission. So, <laughs> and that's if two other party members get each one and then if. they don't die. Yeah, and with playing with randos online, that's that's pretty very hit and miss. So, and even worse is the grimoires because oh. there's only two every mission, and I believe the weekly is typically get six of them, and uh, when you get two grimoires, it 
you get corruption and it burns away your health meter. So like you can't heal past that. It's like a constant wound and like your health will constantly be ticking down. So if you're not playing with people that are uh, very competent at the game and can like manage their health, manage their stamina by dodging and blocking and so on and so forth, you're going to die constantly. It's going to be a pain in the ass. And that is, that is one of those ones that you should absolutely reroll. I do it every time too. Yeah, I don't like the grim wars. Yeah. The, the challenge is no. cool, but like uh, the the consistency for the purpose of that store. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, and those items work completely different than they did in Vermintide, and I'm not really sure why they felt the need to do that. But you know, here we are. We'll see what changes going forward. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, or do we want to go into some weekly deals you can snag? I think I'm good. I said I yeah. said plenty of pieces. Oh, yeah, I think you covered pretty much all of it. <laughs> OK, so uh, I'm going to start out with a deal that you guys can pick up right now. It's on Humble Bundle, which know that we are Humble Bundle affiliates. And I do have an affiliate link that I will be posting in the description of this episode, because I think this is actually a really good one. If you are a creative person, it is the content creator pack, which gives you Sony Vegas Pro uh, Forge Audio. uh and a few other programs for like 25 bucks. So if you want to start a YouTube channel, a podcast, or just have general fun trying to create stuff, it's a really good way to start out. You don't have to pay a monthly fee to Adobe. Pretty good. 25 bucks. This this would be good if you're if you're looking to get away from spending um, $30 a month on Adobe programs at a minimum. So yeah, that's my suggestion. Humble Bundle, check out the link in the description of this video. I'm going to post the link in the uh, live chat right now as we speak. Uh, Mindachi, what do you got? One of my favorite, like all-time favorite games, Disco Elysium, and its final cut that added voice acting and everything like that is 75% off on Steam right now. It's literally only uh, $10.00. And it's only on sale for the next five days. So it goes off sale uh, after the 12th. So you should definitely grab that. If you're looking for uh, a cool little like adventure character RPG mystery style game, you, you need to grab it. Uh, it's probably like a solid 20, 30 hours of gameplay you haven't played a game like it before so you should definitely grab that and i'm throwing that link in the chat as well and that will also be in the episode description excellent uh indy anything that you saw that you want to tell people about for a good deal a good steal well i know a lot of people hate epic for reasons i question every day and every time i hear it but on the epic store there's a game that comes out tomorrow this wildcat gun machine and it looks pretty dope Gives me very strong Hades vibes. I don't know if you guys have never played Hades. You should play that. It's on Steam. It's absolutely amazing. Top-down roguelike uh, dungeon crawling um, hack and slash. It's, it's so, so good. And the story is... Oh, my God. Hades is so good. Anyways. <laughs> free game tomorrow. Wildcat Gun Machine uh, on Epic. So I recommend downloading that. And then keeping an eye out on their store. Because just starting December 15th, I think, they're going to give away a free game uh i think it's just one free game every single day until i think it's january 10th um so that's a lot of free stuff man it's worth downloading because it's free, free <laughs> so shit. keep an eye on it <laughs> free, stuff. free stuff all right i think that's gonna do the show then this week i think it's gonna do it killer word so let's go around the table here indy falco for those who haven't met you yet who are you what do you do and where can people find you I am a content creator on Twitch. I've yet to do check shit all with my YouTube, but you can find me on Twitch, playing games, hanging out with people, doing weird stuff, emulating games, all sorts of fun stuff uh, at IndieFalco64, uh, twitch.tv forward slash IndieFalco64. Uh, same for my YouTube. I think that is also forward slash IndieFalco64. Same on Twitter, IndieFalco64. If you see IndieFalco64 anywhere, it's probably me. So uh, yeah. I'll be playing a lot of games this week, so tune in. It'll be more uh, Dark Tide. There might be more Callisto, maybe in the harder setting. I'm not sure yet. Maybe it deserves a second chance. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, we're going to have some more Back for Blood because the DLC just dropped. Uh, and anything else people 
request, honestly. Yeah, if it looks good. Excellent. And Wildcat Disco Gun Machine. Elysium. Disco Elysium. Oh, that's going to be... I can't wait for the voice acting for that. Like, <laughs> I just so hope I don't good. die from being so uncomfortable sitting on a chair again. Because that was the weirdest death I've ever had in a game. <laughs> <laughs> I sat in front of the mob boss, and the, the dialogue was like, this chair is really uncomfortable. And I just... That's it. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I, I, I love that game. So much. Oh, Indachi. man, I can't wait. What's coming up with you? Uh, well, um, I think that in, what is it, like a week and some odd days, I'll be back on VRCana as your oh. delicious himbo monk. And uh, you know what? Like, we're finally uh, level three. So oh, yeah. you get Big to find changes. out what path I took. And uh, I have but one hint. <clears throat> oh, what? Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's I'm so fucking hyped. Um, otherwise, yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter at OnlyMendachi. Maybe I'll stream again in the future. Pfft, I don't know. Anyway, that's uh, Twitch.tv backslash Mendachi. Um, or when Hive come comes back, apparently this week, you'll just find me at Mendachi. Um, otherwise, I think I think we might actually put out some podcasts for two people content here. Might uh might do a movie or two. We'll see. So definitely be checking the uh, podcast streams for that. Heck yeah! Uh, coming up for me, uh, I am uh, working behind the scenes, so probably not any streaming. Um, my fiance is back in town for a little bit, so uh, I nice. won't be uh doing anything really while she's here because my time with her is precious. Um. So, yeah, uh, I'm uh, recording a bonus episode with uh, Zombie Potion for VRCana tomorrow and then getting stuff prepped for our next session. So uh, also we have bonus episodes that are that I'm working on with uh, Indy and Mr. Greenleaf still. And then we have yeah. more plans for uh, like bonus episodes uh, as well, but like some group like smaller group ones. So check that out you can also find me on twitter at danny k d-a-n-i-e-c-a-e i shit post a lot and uh, share my opinions on things that aren't related to gaming uh because i'm just a fucking monster uh anyways that uh, i think is gonna wrap up the show this week so thanks for watching and listening to the show your time and attention is always appreciated but if you've made it this far be sure to try up us a subscribe a like and subscribe on youtube that really helps us out quite a bit and it's always appreciated. Don't forget to let us know your thoughts on anything that we talked about today, especially if you've played Callisto and Darktide. Let us know what you think about those games in the comments sections. Uh, we try to respond to all of the comments that we get. And then uh, don't forget to tweet at us if you want to let us know what, uh, that like we're wrong. If, if you think Indy Falco is just like entirely wrong in Callisto, tweet at us <laughs> and then we'll tell him. I want to hear it. I want to fight you. We're going to yeah. fight. <laughs> yeah. So otherwise, until next week, stay safe, stay healthy, keep fighting the good fights, and we'll see you again next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.